Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. How are you feeling? Do you feel... 80% vaccinated? Do you feel 80% like shit? I feel like 80% shit. I didn't think the first dose, and I got Moderna, I didn't think the first dose was supposed to be bad. I thought the second dose was supposed to be bad. But I felt like being hit by a truck late last night, just as we were about to record. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't sit up. Yeah, I just wanted to lie down and go to sleep. I was so, it was extreme fatigue. Yeah, have you considered that maybe your reaction is this way because you're a little bitch ass? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. This is what I get. First, I get the vaccine. I get the vaccine after you. And then you, I get insulted by you. This is too much. Oh, my God. I need to... I need to bring my auntiness in here and, you know, put you in place because the trolling and the, the you know, the disrespect is getting out of hand here. <laughs> the disrespect. Okay, I'm just joking. Uh, She's not a bitch ass. Hello, I was out after the second dose. You took two days after that. I did. <laughs> I will say I took um I've seen people who got the first dose got really, really sick and second dose they were fine. Like my mother-in-law was really, yeah. really sick after the first dose. And then she was totally fine yeah. with the second one. So maybe it is an anti thing. It, maybe it is an anti thing. I, I heard that it is connected to hormones. Oh. Like women have a heart, uh, uh, much more. I read an article where they said that, uh, a study actually, where they said that uh, women have different responses and a higher response in terms of side effects and all of that to the vaccine, but also a response as in terms of efficacy to the vaccine than men do. And they think that's connected to hormones. Maybe that's why the anti hormone levels are making me a little bit more loopy than they did you well let me tell you something you are looking fresh as a daisy right now that's because i finally took a shower, <laughs> shower for like a day and a half because i was so tired after the vaccine i was like i'll take a vaccine come back and take a shower because it was like earlier in the morning and then i did not because i was so tired i just went straight to bed and then i woke up and then i went back to bed so i was like okay i guess it's a no shower day so i <laughs> if you could smell me right now, I smell of lavender and daisies. You know, I've had days like that too. <laughs> I have not washed my hair. I've got oil in my hair and I have not washed it in two days. Because I was like, I put yeah. oil in my hair with the intention that I was going to wash it the next day. But then I got so busy with work that I was like, no, it's not going to happen. And then here You're we are doing now. the Indian hair care, which is you wash it once a week. You don't wash it every day. Yeah. You let the natural oils in the hair help your hair. And which is why I think partly we have good hair. Um, it's you know, I think I'm pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going, it's dripping down your face now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell when I'm working out. George if it's Bush like... could find it, it would invade your head. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. <laughs> that's a stupid joke, but no, somebody tell, told me that during the Gulf War. <laughs> very accurate because, yeah, when I'm working out sometimes, but well, not sometimes, like this week because I've had oil in my hair for so many yeah. days. When I work out, I'm like, mm, I don't know if this is sweat <laughs> or if this is just my oil <laughs> dripping down. Anyway, this conversation is really, really lovely for people to be listening to on Saturday morning. But today we're going to talk right. about uh, Atlanta, Dallas, New Jersey, quite a, you know, kind of a chill week of Housewives, like mm-hmm. not like yeah. a super content rich week. I think that we had throughout, we had a couple of really interesting moments that I think are pertinent to like mm-hmm. what we like to talk about a lot from our experience. Let's talk about Atlanta first, because yeah. you drove me bananas in Atlanta is bananas in Atlanta. That is the title uh-huh. of this episode. Okay. What drove me crazy <laughs> was, okay, now officially Drew's internalized misogyny is showing. And I have a theory about why Andy Cohen loves her so much. Ooh. Spill, spill, spill. I agree on Drew and internal misogyny. She sort of couches it in, in some of her religious stuff as well. That was very uncomfortable. I was like, I was just about liking you, Drew. And you just took feminism so many years decades back like what the hell are you talking about yeah a lot of people say andy cohen hates women Mm -hmm. and you know uh, this like his embrace of drew as a person like he thinks that she's just fantastic is also kind of sealing it for me like i'm not saying he hates all women i don't not saying that he doesn't support women like the way ramona would say but like i just think that It's very telling that he's so in love with somebody like Drew, who I don't think is a nice person at all. I think the reason why maybe Andy does like Drew is because she was very, very open her first season. First season housewife, very, very open about the troubles in her marriage, her issues with her ex-baby daddy. She had Mm -hmm. this like tender moment with her son. All the things that we're watching and going, why the fuck would you put that on TV? That's crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think Andy, as a producer, looks at that and says... I love that you're showing that off. I don't think Andy hates women. I feel like Andy sees women, um, or at least the women that are uh, that he produces as entertainment, and that's all he thinks of them as caricatures in his show. That's true. Um, It's like hailing outside, by the way. What? Why? It's so sunny. I turned around. I heard it sounded like something invading my home, and then I turned around and it was. It looks super sunny it, in your room there. Yeah, it's just because it's like bright, but oh, and then now it's suddenly stopped. The end is near. Okay. Go figure, Artie. <laughs> just as you get your vaccine. Yeah, that's that's near. that's you being spited by God for talking against Andy Cohen. That's just wrong. But I don't think Andy hates no, women. Right. I think Andy right. finds, I, I think he treats them as entertainment monkeys. Uh-huh. Like, you know, he thinks of a, uh, things, not of us, like you and I, us, but the women that are in the show as entertainment value. And that's it. They're puppets. And that's, he sees them for that. And I think Andy loves Drew, not because Andy loves Drew. He loves Drew because he loves her husband. He oh, thinks that her husband yeah, yeah, is yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know how Andy, uh, Andy likes people with with cute husbands that may explain why he likes Kyle Richards too he loves women with cute husbands so he can hang around with them no that's a really good point yeah so I don't think it's it's as deep as you're going with Andy I don't think it's it's only as deep as his pockets yeah and I don't think Andy has the kind of depth to even think as far into like his internal his own misogyny I think he actively avoids it I think he has it but he actively avoids thinking of it and 
seriously dipping into serious topics. Yeah. Than wanting to do that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So in Atlanta, yeah. right? Drew is just terrible. She has made digs mm-hmm. about Kenya not having a husband. She has talked shit about Latoya because she quote unquote thinks Latoya is cheating on her husband. This woman has filed for divorce. If she wants to hook up with somebody mm-hmm. else, if she's filed for divorce. That yeah. is her business. It's not anybody's business. And now she's t- talking about Latoya preying on a prophet. Okay, any this man, this prophet lot man. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, he a bunch of people on the internet because you know anybody who comes on TV talking about their prophet, a psychic, anything, the internet is going to do a deep dive on your scam and yeah, show your ass to everybody. This, Gucci wearing prophet lot. I mean, Marlo has a great point. Okay. But yes, Gucci wearing Prophet Lot, who like his beard, if you go on his Instagram, it's like spray painted on. It's so fucking weird. Mm -hmm. He has been trying to get on reality TV. He's been on reality TV before. He's basically been trying to get the limelight for a really long time. Anybody who Mm -hmm. claims one day that they suddenly hear the voice of God. Okay. I'm not trying to put down any religion, by the way, but like this guy is a fucking fraud. Okay. He's a fucking fraud. And the fact that he is so fraudulent that he is now hooking up with somebody who is taking a coaching class of his or whatever. And then Drew, instead of realizing that the prophet who she needed to do a blessing on her child is actually a fraud. And that's why she shouldn't do the blessing. She's like, I'm just mad at Latoya because she made it messy. Um, this guy is cheating on his fiance or whatever. Like he's hooking yeah. up with his follower and you're saying that Latoya is like casting spells and like causing this yeah. man to cheat. Like Latoya is a problem for many, many reasons. She's a, she's a terrorist, yeah. but she is yeah. not some like siren that is like luring men away from God. This man has a dick. Yeah. And I love yeah. Candy. I love Candy because the whole time Candy is like, Candy and Cynthia are both like, who cares, Drew? Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. This is so dumb. Right. And Candy's yeah. eyes, Candy's the best because even with a mask on, you know exactly how Candy yeah. is feeling because her side eye game Correct. is just incredible. Yeah. But I like oh that God. both Cynthia and Candy were like, this is not okay. Whatever it is you're doing. I mean, Cynthia yeah. kind of didn't, but I like the fact that Candy was like, he's a grown man. Like, you're not going to come here and try to blame Latoya for something. He's a grown-ass fucking man. Yeah. I think what I felt was Drew wasn't saying was that she was probably closer to the fiancé and she was invested in that relationship between the prophet and the fiancé where she would, like, get some affiliated power that Drew would have because she would have closeness with this. And then that broke up and Drew is upset with that. And so she's saying no to the prophet because she doesn't want to upset the fiancé. But it has nothing to do with Latoya. It has nothing to do with Latoya. It is not Latoya's fault that, A, first of all, that you pick somebody like this scumbag to bless your child. And then when you realize that he is cheetah, cheetah, pumpkin eater, you still (laughs) want him to bless your child, but now you cannot and you blame Latoya for that. Latoya did nothing wrong. He's an adult. They are consenting adults. They are single. She did whatever she, she got what she wanted and then she moved on. She doesn't feel anything about it. Why are you bothered about it? I don't understand. If anything, you should be mad at the, uh, at the prophet, not at Latoya. Yeah. If this is her first season, And in her first season, she's coming in guns blazing about like marriage and loyalty or marriage and um, God and religion and all this stuff. 
I can't wait for her to fall on her face because I love when people oh, do this. This is my yeah. favorite thing. Like yes. she's doing all this and then she's just going to like fall on her face, get a dick in her mouth yep. and I'm going to love it. Yep. Some of the folks were like, oh, Drew saying this about Latoya is bad, but Kenya saying that about Portia and Bolo is not bad. And I was like, yeah, Kenya is doing that specifically to stir shit up and yeah. to get a response from Portia. That's slightly different because I know, and Kenya knows that it doesn't matter in this day and age that Portia, a single woman, went and got some dick. That's fine yeah. with Kenya. She knows that. She is not doing this to morally condemn Portia. She's just doing this to rile up Portia for drama. There's yep. a difference in how Kenya is going about it than Drew. Drew is morally condemning Latoya, blaming her for something for her child, breaking up a marriage and all of this other stuff that is not Toya's fault. So the way Drew is coming off is coming with like you are morally corrupt and I'm going to be here to point that out and put you down. And that's not what Kenya is doing. Kenya is like, speak the truth. You got some and you just have to speak the truth and say you got some and that's about it. And, and we agree. Kenya shouldn't be going on. She's no. That's not a storyline, Kenya. L leave it alone. Yes. Nobody cares. Yes. But Kenya did it to stir the pot up and to get Portia riled up. Nothing yes. more than that. Exactly. And then also the other thing that Drew did a couple of episodes ago that I thought was so fucked up was Latoya confided in her about not drinking. Yeah. And instead of understanding like, okay, I'm not going to drink because I'm not going to drink. Like, like if, if I came to you, Arthi, and I said, I have a drinking problem and I'm not going to drink. And next time we were in public with a whole bunch of other people, you were like, so Noor, you're not going to drink. Is it because you're an alcoholic? Like, is it because you have a problem? Like, I would be so fucking mad at you yeah. for, like, putting all my business in the streets. And it was just like, Drew's right. not a girl's girl. Drew's a mess. And no. Drew is, Drew will throw somebody under the bus the minute that mm -hmm. she gets the opportunity yeah. to. Yeah. And I really right. did not but love that. Remember and when Kenya... Yes. Yeah, when Kenya told Ru that we are taking the private uh, private jet, but don't tell anybody, they'll get mad. I don't want the other girls to know. And the first thing Drew did was to say, tell everybody that Kenya was taking a PJ. Yes, absolutely. It was, yeah. I don't like her. The other thing I noticed her wrote mm -hmm. down was, who cares if Marlo got a lipo? But also, yeah. it makes me happy to know that I can get lipo to look like Marlo. You want Marlo's body so bad. So bad. Yes. Everybody's dogging on her for her... Um, <laughs> reunion outfit and I was like if I had that body yeah. I also would wear a panel and two strings okay <laughs> I don't care yeah. you look great. but it was such a yeah. dumb fight I was yeah. like what is this Beverly Hills like why are we fighting over whether or yeah. not Marlo got lipo and Marlo was like yeah I did get lipo like what why do you care I've already like, admitted to getting it twice it up herself. she <laughs> said before the lipo I have to do this before I get lipo and I need my back to be okay so Marlo already literally saying I'm getting lipo she brought it up I don't know why they are acting like Marlo is hiding. Marlo will take you into the theater and show the fat being sucked out if Bravo pays her for it. Bravo is yes. not bringing her on. That's what Mar Marlo wants to do. Is like Marlo is like, I will open up my life, but you need to pay me for me being on the show and you are not. So why the fuck should I tell you any of that? Exactly. So if exactly. you want more, if you want to learn more about Marlo, pay her. She will She will be open and honest about it. Bring Give Marlo a peach and see how the program improves. Marlo is like, 
like she did an interview or something or maybe on instagram she was like i have done everything i can possibly do as a friend of to the show i've been there longer than some of these other women who have come and how come they get the peach and i don't give me a peach pay me for my efforts and you will see what you want to see about marlo i have nothing to hide and that's what i think marlo exactly. is great and she should get the peach for that absolutely yeah. i also think it's kind of like dumb that portia is so unwilling to just forgive marlo like i actually think marlo marlo was really messy in new orleans she made no goddamn sense mm -hmm. and then she came there mm -hmm. and she was like i'm sorry i was out of line i did call you to try to talk to you she immediately apologized and it's almost like mm -hmm. portia knows that if she is not mad at somebody or having a feud with somebody then she's boring essentially mm -hmm. and i think that that's mm -hmm kind of one of the reasons why Portia chooses to like hang on to this like little petty fight with Marlo because Marlo said Marlo yeah. said sorry to you she's not your best friend you can be cordial with her and just be nice like that's it and Marlo's yeah. being very polite yeah. and very like very chill with them and it's almost like mm -hmm. Portia doesn't want to give in to her fight with Kenya so she's mm -hmm. not going to give in to that but it's easier for her than to give in to somebody like Marlo because it's small fish you know what I mean so mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of, I didn't love this season of Atlanta. Yeah. Did you watch Portia's Instagram live? No, I didn't. What was she talking about? Apparently, I haven't watched it either, but apparently it was all about give, showing receipts of her Black Lives Matter work and the fact that, uh, you know, because Kenya keeps saying that it's it's all celebrity activism and not really doing all the work. I guess what happened was apparently Kenya, Portia, and Candy had a, had apparently a dis, uh, disagreement and an argument. And some people call it a blowout. Some people said, no, it was not a blow up, but essentially Portia put down Candy's efforts for the moment. And that's why Kenya keeps bringing it up. Candy doesn't want to bring it up and doesn't want to get involved in it because it, the movement is so much bigger than Candy and these women. So Candy is not speaking on it. But Portia oh. put out all these receipts of having text with Candy and what it was about and blah, blah, blah. But people are still not quite believing what Portia put out. They're like, that's weird that you're doing all this and Candy is not saying a single word. And they think that Kenya is bringing it up because Candy doesn't want to. Interesting. Apparently there was a, it was even filmed, but then it wasn't shown because it would affect the movement. Okay, if it was filmed and it wasn't shown because it will affect the movement, why the fuck are you getting on to talk about this, Portia? It's really dumb. Right. Like, that's actually a really yeah. dumb move on Portia's part. I know that there's people out there that do think that Portia is phony. There's people out there that think that what she's doing is not enough. Look, I don't, I'm not somebody who could say that. I think she's doing yeah. great. But if I don't have an opinion either way, exactly. But if a black person is saying that they don't feel like what Portia is doing is with good intention or whatever, they're entitled to their opinion about whether or not they think that she's, you know, good or bad or whatever. But mm -hmm. I mean, it is really dumb that she took an entire Instagram live to show receipts about something that wasn't even aired on TV. People thought it was going to be receipts about Bolo, but it wasn't. Oh, that's really <laughs> dumb. Yeah. And I wonder if like now it's it's all she's she might be moving the attention towards it because of stuff that happens at the reunion. Who fucking knows? But Look, yeah. I hate off-camera drama, okay? If you, if it was really that dramatic, mm -hmm. I would love to see it on TV. If it wasn't on TV, then yeah. you know what? Please sit down. Right. Okay. 
All right. right. Let's talk about Dallas. Uh, This trip to Oklahoma. All that ketchup and all that, what was it? Spaghetti? It was salsa ketchup. No, it was salsa and tomato juice. Salsa. Oh. Carrie's terrible. She just loses it. She flips out. She can do all kinds of jokes on people. She can drag people who cannot swim and throw them into water. And it's supposed to be funny. But you cannot do any pranks on Carrie and not get away with it. Carrie is overall just a monster human. I mean, it makes me very happy that everybody's starting to realize it. But one of the things that drives me crazy is like Stephanie is always like, I love you. I love you. I think you're great. I love you, but you're like a little crazy. Like you don't love her. Okay. You don't love her. She's a fucking nut job and you don't have to say that you love her. She's a crazy ass bitch and she needs to like go home. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, no one sends me texts and say that. (laughs) No one sends me texts that started with, I love you, but, but, you know, I I know that Lou loves me. Yes, but I mean, (laughs) I don't understand how Carrie can do this bullshit in Oklahoma and Cam for some reason decided to do a podcast with her. Like, I don't understand that relationship. I hate it. Yeah. That Oklahoma trip yeah. seemed exhausting, and I don't understand it. I mean, how much do they think they had to pay collateral on that house that they rented? The things they did in it, they jumped into the hot tub with whipped cream and stuff on it. The hot tub was filled with that. Then the very next day, Brandy jumps in with her full-on gorilla outfit into that water. All that clothes covered in all of the stuff. And they had to pack and leave that same morning. And how did they even manage? Did they just dump all that? I mean, the disaster that was the day after. And they roasted a full damn pig. Poor pig. They didn't even eat that damn pig. These women don't eat at all. Who's? Why are you roasting a full pig and then leaving it around all night long? It was like, it was oh disgusting. my God, the, the house was, was really disgusting. disgusting. Oh, it was really, really it nasty. Was. And I hated it. And I was like, this is not why we tune in to housewives to see this like yeah and then stephanie's saying this is what makes me happy and this is oklahoma and the people in oklahoma must hate stephanie at this point because yeah. this is how you're representing them ah oh. yeah i hate it the games the church games the games were so i oh, it was disgusting games it was gross i hated it okay and then real quick mm. i don't really want to talk about brandy but like there's a lot of chatter on the internet about brandy and how pregnant she looks but also how much she's drinking throughout and i do think i first of all i think it's totally possible to figure out that you're pregnant very late into your pregnancy all kinds of stuff can happen that you don't realize Mm -hmm. but like brandy straight Mm -hmm. up looks pregnant she straight up looks pregnant and i'm never gonna maybe it was bloat maybe it was quarantine weight but like she seems like somebody who is very 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 aware of what her body looks like she's always very aware of her physique she got like a tummy tuck all this stuff how do you not realize Mm -hmm. that you're you might be pregnant and then the other thing is this early on when they went to austin they were on the bus and they were talking about what's their favorite sex position and she said, I let yeah. Ryan do it doggy style because I don't like to have his breath in my face, especially right now. What what did she mean by yeah. that? Right. What does that mean? Right. Why why now? Yeah. Of COVID, like yeah. not COVID, because you're, you're right. obviously you haven't it's your husband, yeah. he lives in your house with you. Why? Yeah. Is it because you were pregnant? Yeah. And then so I just... feel like maybe she was pregnant. And did, do we know that she was drinking or was she just drinking yeah, water and pretending drinking to drink? She was drinking a lot. Because... All the, all, and look, I know that there was a time that people could drink and smoke cigarettes while pregnant. 
but we not in that time no more. So like, I'm not understanding Mm. if it was just like a willful ignorance where she just chose to pretend to not know so that she... Or was it they agreed not to tell anyone that she was pregnant because she was afraid of losing the baby or whatever. So she was not like, I'm I'm going to drink water and don't bring it up. Exactly, which is totally fine. Which is totally fine if you don't want to bring it up on camera. But she was very actively drinking. I mean, it wasn't like she was Mm. drinking like taking secret shots or having a drink in her hand. Like there's scenes of Carrie literally pouring tequila into her mouth. So like, I don't know uh, what's going on there. Yeah. But anyway, away from those crazy ladies, mm. let's talk about Tiffany. So Tiffany has this really moving scene this episode with her mom and I mm-hmm. fucking loved it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because of course, <laughs> of course I loved it. Cause I love everything Tiffany does, but Tiffany is sobbing and she's talking about her mom and her dad and how she grew up never being told that they were proud of her. She grew up never being told she was loved and all this stuff. And she brings it up to her parents and her, she brings it up to her mom and her mom is completely blindsided by it. And it, mm-hmm. it made me cry. I was crying while watching Tiffany cry because I've had the exact same conversation with my family. And, you know, I've sobbed to my mom that way. And my mom also hugged me the way that Tiffany's mom did. And she was like, how can you say this? You're my only daughter. I love you so much. You're my everything. Ooh, I'm going to cry. And I've had the exact same conversation with my mother where I have sat her down and said, here's the things that you did when we were growing up that I am still traumatized by. And my mom reacted Mm -hmm. the exact same way. She hugged me the same way and said, I had no idea. And it was so mm-hmm. important. It's important to see these kinds of relationships on TV for people who look like us, who, people who are raised mm-hmm. the same way. Because it gave, like, if I had not had that conversation with my mom, I would have felt like maybe I can go and talk to my mom about the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It was really, it was nice to see that relationship on TV. And the thing to remember when we see stuff like this is, you're talking about a culture where it's not like Tiffany's mom is a bad person. It's truly that they don't live in a world. They were not raised in a culture that encouraged anybody to talk about their feelings. You're mm-hmm. acknowledging yeah. your own feelings. Forget acknowledging someone else's feelings. Acknowledging your own feelings is not really a mm-hmm. thing that you're taught to do. Mm-hmm. You have to be taught yeah. to, to tune into your own feelings. This is not something that's inherent. Mm-hmm us as people we live in a society even Mm. in the western world where we're told to toughen up to suck it up all this stuff we are not taught how to deal with our own feelings and asian culture it's even more so especially with women because we're told you don't want your own feelings to bother or it disrupt the peace and calm of somebody's house especially the peace and calm Mm -hmm. of your own house and it was so moving to see that and i think it's important to remember that when you see in New Jersey, Jennifer and her mom, mm-hmm. because yeah. Yeah. here we're seeing Jennifer and her mom and her mom is crying, sobbing because she's come to the point as a grown adult woman in a retirement mm-hmm. age of her life saying, it's finally time for somebody to acknowledge my feelings. And her husband is not doing it. Her kids aren't even doing it. She's almost having the experience that Tiffany is having at 36. She's having in her 60s or 70s, however old she is. 
It was so, it was such compelling television. I fucking loved it. Yes. So I identified with it a lot because I was talking to my daughter the other day and I was giving her hugs and I said, you know, you're so much older and I'm so happy you still want my hugs. And I was giving her a hug and she was like, well, why wouldn't I want hugs? Wouldn't you, didn't you want, uh, you know, grandma's hugs at this age? And I was like, grandma never, I don't remember grandma hugging me like this while going to bed or anything. If I was sick, she would take care of me but she didn't come out and say here come here give me love give me hugs she never asked for hugs because my mother was one of eight children to her mother and my grandmother was very orthodox and you know it was very orthodox hindus have like very different ways of living so it was like think like orthodox jews it is very strict kind of living you wake up in the morning you do certain things and you go into the kitchen and then you don't touch anyone when you're cooking blah 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 and all this kind of stuff that we don't practice anymore but she was like that so my mother never got affection from her mother she was never hugged or given any of that growing up so she didn't even know that she had to give us any of it right so she never did so i remember being like a teenager and i started hugging my mother i started hugging my mother and giving her kisses and you know hugging her and she would like cringe and become all overwhelmed and blush because she was not used to getting any of that affection and my sister and I started doing that when we were teens and we still do that and she will be like enough already let me go and she will start squirming the minute we give her a hug because she's not used to it and she's such a you know she's a tiny cute little woman but now she I see her giving hugs to my daughter like wanting to give hugs and asking and walking over to my daughter and giving her a hug which she never did with us because she wasn't used to it so it was just that culturally we were not prepared for that and then seeing you know New Jersey and looking at uh, Jennifer's uh, Aiden's mother that's exactly who my mother was my parents did not get along all their married life because it was an arranged marriage they got married late actually not very early but they late and that made them very set in their base and my mother was a little bit of a progressive in her generation she was a little bit of a progressive and my dad wasn't so although my dad was more loving to us he was not as loving to her and they would get into spats Mm -hmm. all through their lives and her life revolved around my dad and in some ways I'm actually in some ways I'm actually glad he went first he died that it's only now in the past three years that she's finally relaxed because she her life is not revolving around taking care of him and his needs and now she's thinking about what she could be doing and relaxing and doing things for her own joy which she never could do and she was always resentful of my dad that she could not go to work she had a bachelor's in chemistry and she did not work all her life because she had to take care my father didn't want her working and that really really broke her down a lot so this is something that resonated with me watching Jennifer's Mm -hmm. mother just cry and say abuse doesn't have to be physical it can be emotional abuse where your feelings are dismissed that's abusive too and her father didn't understand even at that point he was like what do you mean that's abuse it doesn't and then uh, Bill Aiden was so good in that moment trying to teach his own father-in-law he sent his mother-in-law out and then tried because he knew he couldn't talk to his father-in-law in front of her so he was so good in making sure his daughter feelings weren't hurt and she was removed from the scene removing the mother-in-law and then talking to his father-in-law and saying this is not how you do things you have to change and you have to acknowledge her feelings bill really is fantastic 
He might be. Isn't he? I mean, I know the that's... The best house look, husband ever. Uh, I know the Aidens donate to Trump, okay? Yeah. So gotta, that's yes. there. Okay, not great. Yeah. But man, Bill was so good. And I totally got at that moment earlier in the episode when Jennifer was like, Bill is a dream. He is the perfect husband. He is the husband everybody wishes they had. He's perfect in every way. And then we saw it. We saw, and this makes sense why Bill is married to somebody like Jennifer, who is so intense and so loud and so mouthy and has no filter. Like, this is why this relationship works. And, you know, what's funny is Marge and Joe are actually yeah. a lot. Their dynamic is very similar to Jennifer and Bill. Similar, but because right. Jennifer yeah. and Marge don't get along, they don't see eye to eye. But they're actually totally the same. They're totally the same, the yeah, exactly. same yeah. relationship, yeah. you know? Yeah. I want Marge and Jennifer to get along. I think they would make great TV if they would just get along. They would. I think their friendship would be fun. They would. Watch. It's so crazy because I do think that that's so true. I think, truly, I think they, they got off on the wrong foot. And I blame Marge for this because early on, Marge started making comments about the arranged marriage of it all and all that stuff. And I really mm-hmm. did not. I, that's what, one of the reasons I didn't really love Marge early on was because she kept looking down at the concept of an arranged marriage and not understanding the fact that there's a whole culture, there's an entire world of people who do this and think that it's completely normal. And it's not always going to end up in a situation like we're talking about Jennifer, Jennifer's mom and her dad, but there's people that where it works. There's an entire society of people where it works. It does not work for Marge. It does not work for a lot of people in the West, but it works for tons of people on the East. I mean, hello, even mm-hmm. in Western culture, people will meet somebody and get married to them six weeks later. Okay, it happens all the time. Hello, mm-hmm. there's an entire fucking show called Married at First Sight in America. People make tons of money off of it. So it's not like we're talking about this ass backwards thing. And I think the, the issue between Marge and Jennifer, I think Jennifer feels like Marge has always looked at her family because they're Turkish because they're mm-hmm. Eastern, like their culture is different. Mm-hmm. I think that Mar- Jennifer feels like Marge looks down on her family. And I do mm-hmm. also sometimes feel like Marge looks down on Jennifer's setup. And mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. when you look differently and come from a different culture than a lot of the people around you, why you would have a private experience about it and be a little bit more on edge. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of like Jennifer's mm-hmm. damned if she does and damned if she doesn't. Because when she goes and gets drunk, then they're saying, oh, mm-hmm. well, you have a drinking problem. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I do, But I agree with you. If Marge and Jennifer got along, it would make excellent television. Mm-hmm. It would be so fucking right. fun to get. It would be so fun. I hope that they yeah. do get along at some point. Yeah. I love, yeah. by the way, that the dogs just, like, walked in. Can you even see him? He he just... Yeah. It was adorable. It was so cute. So it was so cute. The door opened. The two dogs just, like, walked in. Like, hey, we're here also. Harold's like, oh, you're recording? Nobody sent me a Zencaster link. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him sitting there. He's so oh. cute. So we had the psychic come through. What did you think about the psychic? She's not, is it, she a psychic or a medium? That was a whole conversation. And it felt like there was, they brought Michelle Pius in and it was like so many women. And then this medium, it was like the door kept ringing and more and more people. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like how many women are there? 
It was like Bravo's like that was like it was it felt like Bravo's like um night of a hundred housewives or whatever they had a couple years ago. Like (laughs) Yeah, they're like behind this door. Like it was so many people. It was really clear that the medium is an avid watcher of New Jersey. Yeah. Like she was talking about Melissa and then she was talking about Joe. Like so you know Melissa's husband is Joe. So you know their names and everything. So you already know everything, right? It was very I can see how she would be impressive to Teresa. Teresa would be like, wow, you know so much. Teresa's so fucking moron. It would be so, yeah, I think that if you were were to go up to Teresa and say, I'm a medium, and then just like look at her and say, there's a spirit behind me. And you know what? They're telling me to forgive Joe. And they'd be like, oh my God, how do you know about Joe? Like, bitch, he's been on fucking TV. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it was just really funny. It was so funny because, yeah, I think Teresa is just like she's. It's so easy to pull a fast one on her. It's like hilarious. Right. It's yeah. almost like when she gets yeah. caught in the mid- when she suddenly realizes that somebody has pulled a fast one. That's when you get like Teresa the Hulk, you know. But like, not, <laughs> yeah, not like before that. Like, <laughs> like staring, yeah, blinking, completely during the headline. Doesn't know. Like, you can see, feel the gears starting to painfully turn in their head, and they're just going the wrong way. Anyway, yeah. so. and it was so funny because like, I, love, yeah. I love to watch when Teresa thinks. I would watch a show of <laughs> Teresa thinking. If Teresa went on game show yeah. and she was like you know a meal of fortune or something and she'd like ask questions and she is trying to think that would be the best you know just put a close-up on her face and let me just laugh my ass off because yes. it's just so funny to watch her think yes i want her to go on jeopardy and then just play the music the jeopardy mm. music in the back and so just blinking mouth open with her hands i was like um i uh um and like doing her blink blink yeah, and the, the oh. fact that you have to uh, give the answer in the question form can you imagine how hard it would be for her, her brain would break her brain would oh, absolutely break it's so funny so hilarious please 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 somebody invite Teresa on a game show I want to watch Teresa on a game show oh my God. I want the house, a lot of housewives on a game show well so they do the family feud yes I've never seen the Jersey housewives <laughs> on family feud but I would pay oh, money should, yeah. I would pay money to be in the studio, yeah. in the studio audience to see Teresa yeah. on family feud I would love a correct like you know the Jersey versus New York family feud yeah i would just yeah eat it up oh it would be so good oh jersey versus atlanta would be good too yeah but yeah, yeah. It, it, it has to be yeah a family feud or just general questions who wants to be a millionaire or something like that <laughs> like, i want to hear Teresa name the seven continents Ooh. Does she know there are seven? I don't think so. <laughs> I can just imagine her being like, uh, She will name the seven condiments. <laughs> <laughs> and she won't even do that right. No, she'll be like ketchup, mayonnaise, <laughs> mustard. That's three. Yeah. And then she would be like, well, you know, I don't know, I don't know the other condiments because in Italian cooking, we don't use so many 
condiments is yeah. <laughs> that the medium watched Jersey because she knew to like talk about Boo, Dolores's dog. Yeah. Like we all met Boo already. Okay, we know about Boo. Mm-hmm. It was very sad when yeah. she died. We've all watched the show. Watched- Ma'am. Yeah. And it was so yeah. fun. It was like, yeah. oh, you know, talk I, about a dog that wasn't on the show. I'm yeah. sure Dolores saying, "I sleep with his ashes." I was like, "Oh, Dolores, she's so funny." Also, did you think <laughs> that Dolores? Because she said, kept saying, "You have to let one person go, and then you will have like." A great, you will open yourself up to like your greatest lover or whatever. Mm. I was like, I wonder if what she really means is like, you got to get Frank Catania out of your fucking life. Frank out of the way. That's what I thought. I thought the same thing. I was like, you need to let go of Frank. Yes. You need to let go of Frank and, you know, just live your life but yeah and she I clings think- on to frank because frank you know they do have a business together but also frank is the one who does a lot of things that david would not do i mean she wants a handyman and surgeon yeah she does so that's that's impossible somebody said i wish that somebody would die for you to dolores mm-hmm. like dolores mm-hmm. is not the type of woman that wants somebody to die for you know what I mean? Like she's not even yeah. wanting to tell somebody that she has like a medical procedure because she doesn't want to like stress anybody out. Right. So why the hell would Dolores yeah. of all people want somebody to die for her? She would be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Like, don't do that. You know? Yeah. So I actually think Dolores yeah. and works quite well. I think the issue is that Dolores is surrounded by people in traditional relationships and it doesn't work for people around her. So they have lots to mm-hmm. say, but I think actually Dolores is perfectly yeah. fine. It works for them. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to back yeah. off. Apparently, he's like amazing yeah. in bed. He's a gynecologist, and he knows yeah. his entire way around it. So it'll be fine. fine. We'll They're see. There's some some uh, more scenes coming next week. We'll, we'll see what happens. What he says there, but he's yes. willing to at least be on camera. So he must be okay with her to a certain extent. Yeah. My favorite Jersey friend up was featured this episode. Who's that? Rails. The rest. Rails. <laughs> more importantly the cave the cave in rails because they were like we'll take you to the cave yes let me tell you okay guys i'm not kidding don't sleep on rails when i come up i want to be in the cave 100 percent. you're taking me into the cave absolutely okay when you come up okay we're gonna have (laughs) the most fantastic meal at rails they've got tons of vegetarian options yeah i will say I also awesome. was there over the summer in the fall, and I did also get their T-bone special that the guy, these guys ordered, and it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, Rails is really good. Don't sleep on Rails. Rails has like the shop right next door to yeah. it that looks like a place where housewives shop because it's just like all sequins. Uh-huh. It's just like sequins. It looks like actually a place where Luann can go to buy costumes for her cabaret show because it is so insanely sequined and it's right next to rails it's a store what? yeah i would have never imagined it so rails has a shop next door so i need to go into that shop i need pictures of the shop i need to take selfies there do you know why it's called rails why it's right next to the train station i thought so that's what i thought <laughs> But I didn't, I was like, wait, is there something else to it? And that's what I thought, yeah. that it was next to the train station. But I didn't know. It, okay. So I was right. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> on the train tracks. And it's on a place, like it's in Tawako. Mm-hmm. It's in an area where if you, you can literally go on the other side of rails and you would be on the wrong side of the tracks. And then... <laughs> <laughs> rails is like the good thing. It's like so Jersey. It's so I I love rails. 
I don't love is this stupid like Joe Gorga for the umpteenth season being like, oh, I'm old school. Like, oh, I don't want my wife to work. Your wife has been working actively on a reality yeah. TV show for 10 years. Stop acting like you are so mm-hmm. against your wife having a career. Knock it off. You are happy with the money she's exactly. making. She's making good exactly. money. And you're happy with exactly. it. You're enjoying it. You bought the shore house with it. So you are good. <laughs> don't say that. This is not... Uh, let go of the storyline, Gorga. You don't have that. You're not old-fashioned. You just want the storyline. Yeah. Just shut yeah, up. Yeah, you are not old-fashioned. I'm mm-hmm. so over it. But um, yeah, this is like BS. I don't, I don't believe any of that. Any of that. I don't think that he is old fashioned. I don't think he's upset with Melissa. I think this is just, you know, this is the same as Melissa looking for her sister and Melissa being pregnant. Okay, this is just, hey, let's go back to the Joey's old fashioned yeah storyline. Yeah, exactly. And then the next thing they're going to try is like talk to our our daughter about the birds and the bees, and which is so awkward that they are putting that Antonia on TV talking about it. I, if I had as a teenage girl, that would be mortifying. I agree with you. And I hate that birds in the bee storyline thing. Like we've seen this so many times. There's nothing fresh about the Gorgas. You know, Melissa is really teetering mm-hmm. on friend of territory here. And the only reason I, the mm-hmm. only reason I feel like they keep Melissa on is because Melissa can speak intelligently about what's going on with Teresa and Teresa can't speak intelligently. So they're like, we need a Teresa translator. So that's why we keep Melissa. on. Yeah. You know, that's the only reason. That was it. Right. Yeah. But Teresa barely needs to be on the show. I'm, I, it's okay. Yeah, she's OG, blah, blah, blah. But okay, move on. Yeah. Do we, do, are, are you interested in Teresa's boyfriend and getting to know him and any of that storyline? No, but the internet is saying that he was part of some sort of super aggressive sex cult and he is called, he was called. Ooh, no, yes, yes. Wait, <laughs> there was a word that page six used to describe him, which I was like, this would be my Tinder bio. Hold on. I'm going to find it. Cause it was so funny. <laughs> it was the word was, Oh, sex obsessed Lothario. <laughs> I love the word. I would, I would, that would be my new Tinder bio. That would be my Tinder bio. It would be the ranking, us ranking on iTunes, us charting on iTunes would be my profile. And then the Tinder bio would be sex obsessed Lotharia. That might be the episode because yeah, apparently that was, it's like super aggressive, like crazy shit. Like he would, I mean, it's now teetering in the territory of like the, the stories are actually not even teetering. The stories are straight up sex, sex abuse. It's like, almost army hammer Mm. level bad but yeah but hey you know what Teresa did say that she really wants a pounding and maybe that's what he's giving it to her maybe he found a way to transition from you know hurting people to giving Teresa exactly what she wants I mean and Teresa is not some little daisy that wants to be like love gently she was with Joe Juicy Joe for however many fucking years so the guy was trying to <laughs> oh fuck her no, he was mean, trying to fuck her on the I way don't, home I don't want it I don't want this oh stop it stop it stop it I don't want the images of Teresa and Joe Judais having sex they oh, talked no. about it don't all the time <laughs> No, now I'm like, I want to go throw up. That's a lot of hair. I just saw a lot of hair. hair. 
Oh my God, so much So hair. much oh hair. God. Anyway, but you know, that's what Teresa's getting and good for her. <laughs> Teresa does certainly so. I want to move on. Let's yes, go. Teresa has a type in. It's showing. <laughs> that's it for Jersey. Yeah. Jackie had a Rosh Hashanah dinner, which was okay. It was cute. Yeah. Again, I, have, I, I don't have any interest in her. It's like Contessa, Jackie, this Jackie and that Contessa. They are all the same. I have zero interest in their lives. Yeah. It's not that they're bad. I just don't have any interest in them. I don't want to see normal people on TV. That's like, yeah, that's like if they brought cameras into my house. No, it's boring. I will, yeah. My everyday shit is boring. I will say that mm -hmm. it was nice to see a Jewish family doing Jewish traditions in on TV because we actually mm -hmm. haven't seen a lot of that on Housewives. True. Even though true. I believe Dorit is Jewish, true. Kyle and Mauricio are Jewish, um, and I think... Siggy, Fl Siggy Flicker was Siggy Jewish, Flicker but was she Jewish, didn't show but did not any show any of that. She just trashed Israel the entire yeah. time she was on, which was interesting because she's... Right her internet persona is a whole other person but anyway yeah. so I was just really nice because you know what it gave me a lot of early seasons Roni vibes with Jill Zarin and her her mom mm -hmm. and all that yeah stuff. so I do like it yeah. I love to see stuff like that I love to see different yeah. traditions and cultures and the religious you know yeah. religious family functions I enjoy it yeah. yeah but the religious family function yeah, I don't um want to see is the shaming of a woman like the way Drew did yeah, yeah, that's not a religious tradition yeah, I care for. Yeah. Nope. Okay, next Wednesday. Uh, next Wednesday's episode, we're gonna have a special guest on, so we're really, really excited about that. Mm -hmm. And if you would be mm -hmm. so kind to leave us a five star review and um, some words, even if you talk shit about us below it, yeah, yeah you can write all kinds of words. You can write gibberish underneath, but no, give us a five -star honestly, <laughs> talk shit about us, but give us a five star review, and we'll read it. We'll we'll take a page from Dumpster Dive. We will read the reviews on our page or on our podcast. If you leave us a very funny, very snarky, even mean and insulting review, but it's five stars, we will read it. <laughs> if it's funny, I'll read it. If it's Absolutely. funny, we will read it. Yeah. We love right. fun. We love funny. Okay. So don't be like Hannah. If it's funny, nor an Arthi funny, but not Hannah funny. Yes. We'll read it. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.